Hey guys, welcome to Brown Banter with Sam and Nev. Here we go. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. And we're back with another episode with Zeebs. Hi. Part two. Part two. First off, thank you everyone for the wonderful feedback that we got for the Sam and Zeba love story. I was, I was quite overwhelmed with it. Yeah, it was pretty surreal. It's pretty surreal to see how many people that we didn't know reached out to reached us. Reached out to us, yeah, like people that we hadn't spoken to in years. Yeah. Or just never. Or, yeah, or never have, have messaged us being like, wow, that was an amazing story. Or um, even randoms that had... I was talking about randoms. Yeah, like the randoms that messaged us being like, wow, th- this really resonates with me. This was quite interesting. It was nice. Um, yeah. It yeah. Was, yeah. So thank you, everyone. It was really kind messages. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for donating two hours of your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was our most listened to podcast. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. It was. Yeah, very, very cool. cool. Mm. Um, yeah. It was our longest podcast, most listened to. Most feedback. Most feedback. Most feedback. Mm. Yeah. Most feedback with stories from other people. Yeah. Well. Like long feedback, yes. not like one line of feedback, yeah. proper. Yeah. So thanks, everyone, for yeah. putting yourself out there too. Definitely. Yeah. So I guess as a result of that podcast, um, quite a few people hit us up with questions um, about our story, um, about different parts of their life that they need help with and, and advice on. Mm-hmm. Um so we've formulated some questions and Nav's going to take us through those questions and we'll hopefully... We're obviously no experts. To yeah, we're, we're no ex- I just experts, like say but that. We, can, we can try and offer some insight from our own lives. And if that helps you, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, it is your story, so say what you've got to say, man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. True, 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 true. Yeah. Um, so I've got, uh, obviously you guys can't see us, but I'm holding in my hand <laughs> an A4 pad with many questions on it so i have picked a few questions that i think people might get the most of yeah. or out of so i'm going to ask sam and zeba you guys these questions and i suppose if we get through them quite quick uh we'll carry on with more questions we'll otherwise freestyle. we'll just stick to these we might freestyle yeah we might freestyle. we'll see how it goes yeah awesome um let's kick off let's go i so i think this will be a big one how did you guys deal with and did you have any one obviously you had reactions so the question is how do you deal with reactions and rejection did you have many people reject or try to reject the idea of what your you know relationship container was and things like that yeah I think um two parts to this I think first is just looking at reactions purely uh it's like Everyone's allowed to have a reaction, right? Yeah. Like, and I think we had to understand that from the get-go. And I think we also had to understand, like for me personally, I would always take it as worst-case scenario. And if the reaction happened to be any better than that, I was like, okay. Also, having um, dealt with my parents' reaction, which is quite funny, yeah. after having gone through that, I, I think nothing else compared to it. I'm yeah, like, I'm true. never going to see that again yeah so from anyone so i'm like whatever this is i was like it's fine yeah sure. it's um you're, that that's cool mm. um no one that we tell anyone is going to be like is going to hit the ground and and, and, and pray. Start praying. Start praying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah um also i feel like sometimes people that, like that i've met um their their reactions obviously surprised um Sometimes they're like, oh, you don't look it, which I'm like, the fuck how does one meant to look? They're like, you don't have a buzz cut. And yeah, like, okay. Like, seriously? Yeah. Um, or like, they're like, actually, do you know blah, blah, blah? My friend's blah, blah, blah's brother's son-in-law is also gay. <laughs> and I'm like, in the community, there's this WhatsApp chat group going on. No, I, I don't know. But... I've found it over time that it's just a way of people finding that they can relate. Yeah. Also, I, they're, yeah. they're trying to make yeah. like, you, you know that, hey, I'm cool yeah, with it. Yeah, I'm yeah, cool yeah, with yeah. it. Which is sweet, but it's also like we could be like, hey, do you know so-and-so's brother, girlfriend, cousin? Mm. He's straight too. Mm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, hell yeah. It's like when you tell people you're Sri Lankan or Indian, they're like, oh, do oh, you know? It's like, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So it's one of those. Um, re- reaction 
for for me, if you've dealt with your family's reactions, you can deal with anyone else's reactions. Literally nothing else compared. And also, like, at the time, your family's reactions, that's the only one that's going to matter to you in that moment. When you're coming out to people, Mm. you're only only kind of caring about what they think. So in... Mm. At the end of the day, when you tell other people, you're kind of like, mm, yeah, fuck it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was it was hard to deal with reactions from the beginning, especially with my own family, because I thought <clears throat> I thought your family's reaction would be it would be bad, but it would be okay in the end. But it wasn't that. So I always struggled for like quite a few years of like, why didn't they react that way? I thought family was meant to be this way. And then I came to terms with the fact that people can react the way they want to. Mm-hmm. And, and they're allowed. To. And they're allowed to. It's yeah. not right or wrong. It's just, it's just a reaction. Yeah. Just like someone's allowed to have a opinion. Yeah. They can have that. Mm-hmm. But then when you start telling like friends or like colleagues or other people, yeah, you get a lot of like surprise reactions at first. They're like, oh, you don't, yeah, you don't usually or look like Or like really or... subtle hesitation. Like, I feel like generally, like most people in New Zealand that I've met, we're quite like, like either reserved with their opinion to begin with, or just like mild moments of hesitation. They're mm. like, oh, so mm. like you like guys and girls, or um, how does that work? Or I you, know I'm your friend, but are you going to hit on me? Like really? Yeah, it's just. You're like, nah, bitch. Okay. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> like, did you see her? Oh, cute. But yeah, it's they're also very curious. Yeah, like mm. we've had people come up to us and be like, "Oh, so like at the wedding, who's gonna wear the suit?" And it's like, uh, "Oh no, no, like cringe." Yeah, it's like so no cringe. one's gonna wear the suit. Yeah, um, or just like, "Who's the man in the relationship?" Yeah, you know, like I hate and those that was kind like, of questions. There's a reason. There's no man. There's no man. There's no man in one of these. But it's, um, yeah, you get those kind of like, what are you going to do when you have kids? Mm. How do you have, how are you going to have kids? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you get those kind of reactions. which is, it's, yeah. it's funny, but also cringe, very cringe. Mm. But like, I can just be like, I'm sorry you don't know any more people around you or not enough about like LGBT relationships to yeah. understand. Um, in terms of rejection, though, uh how did we deal with rejection right yeah i think family was obviously very different to anyone else for me because they're probably the only people that i would have cared about surely enough anyone else who like did provide a rejection i was like i'm probably better to not have you in my life anyway no harm no foul nothing Mm. lost Mm. um in terms of my family though i think it was hard for me because I didn't know whether they were rejecting this or whether they were rejecting me. Hmm. It's hard to distinguish both. And uh, to an extent for me, it was both. They didn't understand both. They didn't understand the person that I'd just become. Yeah. And they didn't understand. They didn't understand my relationship. They didn't want to understand my relationship with Sam. So... I went through definitely like frustrated moments. I was like, just feeling like if they could only see how happy I am, I'm like, this is literally everything my family would have wished for me. This is this is more than the happiness that I ever thought I could have in my life. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, if you could only see one tenth of that, yeah. fuck, you'd think I'm so lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> cute, don't cry. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just um, it was frustrating that they couldn't see how happy I was. Yeah. That was yeah. that was my main. I think ultimately feeling. you still handled it a lot better. Like, I think you're also the type of person that if the, if someone does reject you, you're kind of like, yeah, okay, I can still move on with my life. Mind you, I had a very I remember I was already going through moments of like being rejected from like 16 with my life choices with how I was becoming with not being traditional with breaking rules okay. just being the rebel I had a fair get-go. amount of I don't give a fuck in me to keep going anyway so it de- it wouldn't have hit me I guess as hard as it 
hit you. Oh, yeah. It hit me, but it was just something that was more like, oh my gosh, this is a great thing I have going. Mm -hmm. um, the, 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 what, just rewind to what you're saying when you're 16, you were a bit of a rebel and stuff, and you had yeah. that, you didn't give a fuck about stuff. No. Is that something you always had? Or did, what happened? You turned 16 and you were like, oh, I feel like a fucking badass. Or like, uh, what happened? I think I just, it was, it's so weird. Like, you know, you're, like, I feel like my parents gave me, this core set of values and when I really grew into them they didn't like it it's like they wanted me to have it but also not if that makes sense they're like be independent but not that way that you're going out at 2 a.m yeah like be like you know be your own person and wear what you want but can you not wear that also yeah so they didn't understand well I guess I didn't understand that they had almost like there's like what you preach and what you practice and it was turning different. And I okay. definitely, I was like, I have this corset. This is what I believe in. Um, this is my life. And I knew that I wanted to try everything. Like even as a kid, I just, I was an only child, mind you. Like I didn't really, I didn't really feel like I needed friends. <laughs> um, so anything that I had or I did, I just did by myself and I explored by myself and yep. I went out seeking by myself. So by the time that I had hit my teens and I was kind of still doing the same things, mm. they were just like, this is not that mm -hmm. cool anymore. Like you shouldn't be yep. doing this. And I didn't understand why. Right. So my response is not that I'm not going to do it. It's like, tell me why and I might do it in a better way or I'm going to do it and make mistakes and learn through that way, either way. Yeah. Um, but also because I think as a kid, like, for me, there are certain perceptions. Like, a lot of people have this, like, sense of good and bad. I don't necessarily see everything as just good and bad. And I never had that. I was just like, there is a gray. And, I and guess, hues of gray. And mm. hues of gray. And 50 shades of gray. Like, <laughs> There's a lot of gray in life. Um, yeah, and so I never, I think I always questioned from the get-go, which just then turned into me making certain choices um, that then ultimately fell into, this is not a traditional Indian girl thing, so mm. you bad. Mm. Um, yeah. it's, it's funny you say that because, like, I've always known you to sort of march to the beat of your own drum, you know, like, yeah. and then your parents raised you, to be that as well. They hunt like I've, I've seen that, you know, I've I've seen them say you make your own choices and make your own decisions and, and be independent. Um, but just the ones but they, we like. Yeah. Just but just do it in the confines of the space. Of the societal norm yeah. um, that they live in. So you beating your own drum and if someone's telling you that's not the right beat, you'll be like, fuck it. I'm gonna do it anyways. Mm. And I think that gave me a lot of strength seeing that. Because for me, the rejection from my family, rejection, reaction, kind of interchangeable, interchangeable um, was really crippling for me. Mm. Like, for the first, like, after we moved out and we were living together. Sorry, the, can, yeah? can I just ask, mm. before us, had you had any rejection or oh, reaction yeah. so, from your parents? So that's the thing. Or because family. I hadn't had any rejection or negative reaction. Like I was a good she was a poster kid. freak like, I child. What? I like child. Even now I tell her like I've never got fight. in a, Yeah, I've never got in a fight with my parents. Never like we've never had like a yelling match, screaming match, like never fought about anything. Wow. Never like grounded or like Weird. I mean wow. business of things grounded in ground culture, shit. but like this is crazier than you guys and your parents put you on the floor and beat the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Grounded yeah. to the ground. Ground and bound. But never got in trouble, never had any issues in school, never out of curfew, like nothing. Mm. Like I was such a good kid. Mm. Well, until, good. yeah, <laughs> and little did they know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until this happened. You know? Until we happened. Until we happened. Yeah. And that's not saying that this made me a bad kid. But to so them, bad. yeah. But to them, it did. Way. So, like now, I'm seeing this new side. <laughs> now I'm seeing this new side of them that's negative, and they're angry, and they're reacting badly, and they're rejecting this. They're rejecting me and, and my life and my before? relationship. Yeah, and I've never seen that before. So, oh, 
you for so long, for like 21 years, you've placed this expectation of I'm a good kid. I do this, this I do things the right way. Um, I follow X, Y, Z. Mm. To know that you're not that anymore mm. in their eyes mm-hmm. was like, that was like just heartbreaking for me. Of course. So at least for a good two to three years, I really struggled with that. Like, not, I'd say three to four years. Yeah, I, let's go still now. Actually, <laughs> probably even now even. Like, yeah. 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 But those initial years of after like moving out, there was like a lot of guilt, a lot of guilt with, of leaving home, of, of not doing things the right way, leaving them angry and upset. Like, I'd get so upset about it. Um, you wouldn't feel guilty for, I guess, being in the relationship, but you'd feel guilty that you weren't... Yeah, there was You no weren't what they expected, expected you to be, and somehow that was letting them down mm. a lot. And I felt like in those moments that I saw you, like, you were shattered because yeah. you just didn't know how to be this and that. For me, I'd, I'd gone through many years of my life, and, like, ne- I never felt guilty about anything. Yeah, like you like, were already fine This is a choice with... that I made, and I'm going to live it. And if I die, I can say I died with the choice I made. Mm. Like, you were already fine with them not liking an idea or yeah. whatever. But for me, because you have never, never not that. liked anything I've done, yeah. it was like, whoa, 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 this is so different. Sorry. I don't know how to navigate this. Like, you know, when I mentioned last time about them not coming to graduation, like, I was, we were close to not even going at all because I was just so upset course, that they were, course, weren't there, you know, like they wanted me to go to school and get a degree and it's like, I got those things, you know, like I got it, I got the degree, I got a good-ass job, why aren't you like here seeing that? And so dealing with that just made like day-to-day things so much harder because it's like, I think I became very really, like indecisive, like I almost... You did. Stopped. But do you think that's Trusting because... myself to make a decision because it's like maybe I didn't get that validation from them. Do you think you placed too much, like a lot of expectation from them in those years? Expectation? Like an like... expectation to be there or an expectation? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I have a strong sense of duty. Like that's just at my core. And so... I wasn't living up to maybe like they also feel like their children have a like duty right toward mm. their parents and I wasn't fulfilling that. So then mm. again, that was me getting knocked down and just feeling rejected. Mm. Then over time, I kind of realized that, you know, like you said, they're allowed to have their reaction. Their rejection is coming from the unknown. They just don't know. Like this is new for them, just like it's new for me. Right. Um, and so I think I just had to, I had to just put aside that reaction and the rejection if I actually wanted to have a relationship with them. So, so did you deal with it then, would you say, or still? No, we're still, we're still having to deal with that. Um, How? By having conversations when we can about talking about what happened and, and if we don't talk about what happened, talking about what can we do to better our relationship right now. Mm. You know, like now if my mom or dad is upset about something with me, I tell them, just tell me straight away. Don't let it fester yeah. and, and we can't deal with it and then we just have another explosion later. You know, just pick up the phone and, and tell me those things. But at the same time, where it's like I'm, I'm running out of time on the, on the hourglass, you know, like I'm wanting to – be there with my mom and have like a positive relationship with her with the time that I've got left with her. But at the same time, there's all these unresolved issues, you know? So it's like, so, I remember. Mean, so your mom's unwell and, and you go down to Rotorua too. So you live in Auckland, you go down to Rotorua in the weekends usually yeah. um, to spend time with her. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how do you manage that? Because that's like a four or five hour drive. Yeah, and it's like you have your life in Auckland, then you have your life in Rotorua, and you just said you want the relationship to be positive, but sometimes when you have to be real and bring up real issues, Mm. real issues, I'm not going to use the word negative, but reality is hard to deal with sometimes. Yeah, Yeah. this is not a negative thing. It's just like. What what do you. Um, 
it's it's very hard to manage I think I'm like I'm always exhausted by the time I come back because it's you're you're leading two lives right you go there and you're playing dutiful daughter um so how do you try and manage them how is probably um, hmm. <laughs> do, do you ever think about saying fuck beautiful daughter i'm not gonna do this shit. do you ever think that i'm not i'm not no no, yeah. no. Yeah. I, I think there uh, are times when, I, when i've when i've, I've yeah. felt that like especially when or like you, fuck this shit i'm out of here yeah like okay. there are times when i'll like i've had such a long weekend over there and it's been full on it's been intense i literally just get in the car i'm like fuck it, i'm like I'm, I'm gone i'm done because it's hard. Because like no, you sure. have to listen to them, not approve your life, but then you're there trying to help them. So it's like, I'm like, fuck, I'm here trying to help you, but you're still saying all this like negative stuff, and I'm trying to work through that with you, and I'm trying to have co- um, productive conversations with you, but you're still so stuck stuck in that mindset. And then so you, you do feel like, fuck it, why am I even like fucking doing this? But yeah. then it goes back to that feeling of having a strong sense of duty of like, no, I need to, to mm-hmm. be here for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do I manage that, that balance? I think by taking a lot of time for myself to get my head right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, the Thursday night before I leave, I try and have the most fun that I can have or I try and do something so relaxing so that I'm like, it's like, so I can become aware of my own feelings before I go in, Mm. you know, does that make sense? Yeah. You know, like sometimes we'll be like, let's, let's go out for a hike. And sometimes we'll only come back like 11 o'clock at night on a Thursday night. But I know I'm just like, I'm happy, I'm myself, I can I've got control of my emotions, I'm control of my feelings. Mm. Like whatever they say, I can just let it roll off my back. Yeah. Or I can you be can like try. Yeah, I can try. Yeah. Or yeah. I can be like, you know what, if she said something, maybe let's talk about it. Mm. Um or we we might not talk about this part of my life at all. Yeah. But at least we've had a good weekend together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But then I come back and I'm like Fuck this shit. <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever think of it like, or have you ever thought of just not wanting the approval at all or not really caring if the approval's there? Yeah. Like, in, after we moved out, we went through periods of not talking, talking, not talking. And mm-hmm. those not talking times, it, I was very much like, you know what, fuck it. Like, why am I talking to talking to them if if they're not approving? my life and if they're not wanting me or if they're wanting me with conditions, I was very much like, you know, fuck, like I'm not going to talk to them. But mm. then. What brings you back then? It's either something happens with them and I need to go back or I'm feeling like I'm missing them so much and I need to go back. Yeah. Oh, let me, let me I guess, let me um, modify that question a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is how, how do you, can how do you, tackle that in a way where you still have a good relationship mm. but you just don't seek or don't care about what the status of the approval is if they like you cool if they don't cool but you're still there and you'll just chill about it how do you do that i mean we do we do that or already how do you get to that? i think um, yeah we do we do, do that, that already, already. It's, it's just, just when it's when there's a lot of negative response in your face yes. that that that's when you're confronted with it because yes. We're living our lives already. Mm. We're doing it all already. So yeah. we're clearly not caring yeah. about yeah. that for it to stop us or for it to dampen our lives. Yeah. But when, you know, for example, um, like it could be your mom or it could be my mom sometimes that's just like, oh, I just wish you were like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just wish. And they will refer to a particular moment in time when they think you were a model child but you probably weren't happy at all. Like I would have been at my lowest, but to my mom, I was like, I remember this really sweet kid. And I was like, that sweet kid was sad. Yeah. It was yeah. really, really sad. Yeah. Um, but it's two different realities and they clash in that moment. And I think those moments are really hard because like you're clearly living your life. You're clearly doing, it's not that you're seeking it, but it's like the antithesis of them that comes out in that moment just makes you be like why can't you see like we're not seeking it yeah, but at that yeah. moment i'm like you're blind yeah um, and and also like when they say those things 
It hurts, right? It, it hurts. It fucking hurts. Like even now, I would like to tell you that it doesn't hurt, yeah. but it hurts. And I'm like, I'm sensitive. I'm yeah. very sensitive. Yeah. So like, in those moments, they'll say it. I won't react. If I mm. give them a reaction, I know that they'll, they'll, they'll be like, oh, into more. You know, they'll they just can... press the wound mm. even further. So I don't react, but later I'll be like, Oof. Mm. that that triggered. That, yeah, triggered. Mm. But. Then I then I think if I take every little negative or bad thing that they say, I'm not going to be able to live my life. Like, I'm so happy in my life right now. I'm so happy with my life with Ziva. I'm so happy with my life, just myself with myself. Mm. How far we've come and what we've achieved. Yeah. And I wish they could see. I so badly wish that they could see that. Not for any validation. Uh, yeah. Not yeah. to. For them not to be to like, oh, but that really, really yeah. good. But like, it's just because that's happy. just to understand. Yeah, like your that's kids what they happy and, wanted for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so you you have to keep telling yourself that people can say whatever, but you can't let that rule your life. You have to just keep focusing on the fact that you do have a happy life and I you do have think good that things comes going with for practice, you. Practice though, like, oh, hundred percent. We've practice. had to. We've had. To allow ourselves um, time. time to come back, to feel whatever the aftermath of this is, and to, de- to then be able to find ways to bring ourselves out of it, to be like, actually, I'm sad, I've grieved this, and now I can feel like I can move past it again. Because the reality is like you do have to keep going back there. Mm. You will have to increase the length of your stays each time with your mom's condition worsening. Yeah. Um, that's not going anywhere. So So in that, how yeah. do you guys actually deal with it? Or there's two sides to this. How do you deal with comments and things after the fact? Mm-hmm. But how do you also keep a calm state while you might be going through that? How do we deal with it? I think we deal with it by talking about those feelings a lot more. You know, before talking about it with with like each other. So yeah. I would either, yeah, I'd talk to it about you. Or when when we see friends and they ask me like, "How was the weekend?" or "How is how are things with your parents?" Actually, just being very straight up and and addressing those feelings that came up. You know, instead of just saying, "Oh, it's so hard," it's like I'm feeling so sad. Being like, "Oh yeah, they said X Y Z, and it made me feel." disappointed or it made me feel like I don't matter and when you start addressing those feelings they just for me they just start to go away like I can I get it out and then it's gone I think once you know what it is and once you've addressed it and you've pinpointed what it is it makes it a lot easier to understand how to deal with it like if it is disappointment I have to be like well they might never like there are certain expectations that both parties may not ever be able to fulfill. And there's no point in me holding on to this because it's not going to serve a purpose here or there. Mm -hmm. They won't understand it. I'm only going to get frustrated and expend more of my energy into this. Is it worth it? And But I have to get to the point where I can understand that I have felt disappointment Mm -hmm. in this moment. Like I have to, I think over the years, get a lot better at understanding on this like wheel of what feelings are like where exactly am I sitting and feeling at right now like there had to be uh more descriptive words than I'm angry sad hurt yeah. and upset like it had, it had to go beyond the surface of that to be like why and sometimes I wouldn't know why so I need time on my own to figure it out I need either time to distract myself and then come back to it when I'm perhaps not as heated to be like this is this is what it is but it's a lot of time it did help that we have each other to talk to and I think a lot of those times how we've dealt with it is by talking to each other sometimes we'll talk about this for hours on end sometimes we're like I'm actually really emotionally drained today but can you revisit this topic with me tomorrow when I'm in a better state too. Today, like, I just want to cry. All my tears have dried. Once it has, better state to talk about it. And then we'll Well, even just, like, sometimes I'll come back and I'll be like, I don't want to talk about the weekend today. Yeah. I just need time to process everything that's happened. And that's another way to deal with it is to just, it's like to not deal with it, you know, like sit with it and just go about your day and those feelings will start to settle slowly. Because everything 
everyone is very reactive when things happen. You know, like mm. if if they if someone says something bad, whether it's family, whether it's friends, or if someone says something to you, we're all very reactive people, and we want to say something mm. in the get go. Mm. But that's not always the best thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to be like, okay, just let it go. And then come back and, and see how you feel about it. Because often when you think about it later, I mean, for me, you're kind of like, that didn't even matter. Mm. Like, But it, letting go is hard. Letting go is hard. Once again, it's a thing that you like. I think practice. it's a lot easier for you. It's a lot harder for me yeah. to let go. Like I feel furiously or I feel nothing at all. So mm. I'm not saying that's a great thing. Um, it's just how you deal with things. Yeah. Like either I will have my very expletive, explosive reaction, but it's out of my system. Or it's like I have sort of become immune to it, for the lack of a better word. And so I'm just like, it's just another technicality. Like certain ways that that my parents or my family behaves around me, I'm like, it's a technicality for them. It doesn't stop me from living my life in one ear, out the other, not my circus, not my monkey. Mm-hmm. And also like yeah. my energy is better spent on something yeah. else, right? Like, I think over time we've become what, so yeah. drawn to our energy. Refocus that energy onto something else instead of, getting hung up on someone else's bad reaction yeah so i mean everything you've said is very uh, i'd say circles around self-awareness there's some i see mm. um i'm looking for the word beginning with uh p perspective perspective yeah so perspective and self-awareness there but not everyone has it. a lot of people just feel yeah. feel emotions or go through emotions they don't know what's happening it's a whirlwind yeah. ah, bum, bum, bum. you yeah. know, can't deal with it boom everything blows up what do they do? Uh, what do they do? <laughs> I think for me, finding someone that you can talk to, whether that's a friend or a counselor, therapist, that you can actually get those emotions and feelings out to. Because when you're just harboring them in yourself, you you can either go down the self It's so easy path. to fester. It's yeah, so like you easy can just to let overthink. it take over you. Um, and I have gone, like, when I moved out, I did go to counseling because, like, I could time. talk. I could talk to Zeebs, but also, but she's. This just. I'm not a therapist. Yeah, she's not a therapist, <laughs> and right? I'm not like, your therapist, and neither were you mine. Like I think we can um, be a sounding board for each other, but sometimes you need a third party to sort of help you equip yourself with tools to deal with tough moments. You know, like. And I think it's also understanding that, like, over time, like you know, like yes, your situation is sad um but it's not something that like if I can't particularly resonate with it and you need that then you have to seek it in in a way in a person in a trained professional that you can yeah um and and it's vice versa like I think all we can do is perhaps help draw out or listen but there's only so much we can do for each other to help each other in that moment and it's not always like we're not 100% right in that it's not like I can say all the right things at the right time for Sam and likewise and but also just having even just having a stranger to tell all these things to is there like therapeutic in itself right um and if if that's not your thing of like talking to someone, talking to a therapist or whatever, also just doing things that make yourself feel good, just as a distraction to calm your mind. Mm, like dry needling. Good. Yeah, sorry? Like dry needling. Dry needling, yeah. <laughs> Especially on the butt. Oh, <laughs> go go uh, for a run. Put put your headphones on and just tire yourself out. Get get those feelings out in another way or like write when you can journal read when you can like look after yourself in a way that is comfortable self-care for you like i think it's so important to hold yourself and to be like it's okay if you need to cry cry if you don't don't obviously we're there for each other but also i think we've had to step up for ourselves yeah through this journey hard like like incredibly like Mm. There are certain times where, um, you know, it's not like we we know the right things to say necessarily to each other in these moments. We've had to go from like, oh, it'll be okay to like, no, it's not okay to um, you shouldn't react so much to understanding that that's fine as well. Like we've yeah. gone through these sort of like ups mm. and downs of like 
trying to help but saying the wrong thing like sometimes pacifying isn't helping yeah not that yeah. i'm saying i need you to react with me but mm-hmm. like telling me to not feel so strongly isn't going to help me yeah necessarily and whatever you do don't tell someone to calm down <laughs> what you mean is yeah. never tell me to calm down yeah <laughs> never tell me to relax because what is that mm-hmm. no i'm kidding you should relax yeah. but don't tell me to relax in a moment where i'm like <laughs> heated yeah yeah, like sometimes you just have to let people feel out what whatever they want to feel. If they Every feel time, like it's overwhelming, let them feel it out. Yeah, if they feel like they're freaking out, let them have their freak out. Maybe they just need to get it out of their system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, yeah. if they're like having a panic attack, be there. Then yeah, <laughs> yeah. then maybe you want. I just to have to like stretch it to that level, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. does that answer your question? Yeah. So, so outside of this, the conversations you guys have with each other. Yeah. Outside of this, do you guys have your own separate friends that? Maybe, maybe Zeba, you can sense without Sam saying on a day that Sam's kind of not, Sam's not a hundred percent that day. She's not there to have that conversation. And you think, you know what, Sam's dealing with her own shit today. Maybe I should go speak to X, Y, or Z about this. Is it, because the reason I asked that question is yeah. you seem, you both seem to have an understanding in your relationship of boundaries or uh, with communication as well. When you, when you said like, yeah hey, I can't talk about this today. I'm just not there. Yeah. We can do this tomorrow. A lot of people can't do that. Like, it, 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 the other person might get offended. They might not understand. There is so much the, of that. So so what, what do you do when maybe the other person's not all there, which is fine because yeah. we can't always be 100 and the ready to deal someone, with that yeah. kind of stuff. Do you guys I have other outlets? We've. I think the one good thing about us through this entire thing that I've really grown to appreciate not saying that I didn't have this in a certain capacity in previous relationships, but just more so in this is that we can leave our ego at the door before any conversation that we have. And everyone has an ego. So it's very easy to get like, if it's very easy to be offended if I'm like, I'm not in the capacity to talk about this today, but it's just understanding that I will be doing a better thing for the both of us by being more present as and when I can. And I have communicated with you the want to, like, I do want to have this. It's just right now, because there is zero energy, like I can't give anymore. I'm probably doing a disservice to whatever this is. And it's not, it's not saying to hurt you. It's saying to better the relationship. That is a fundamental mindset shift from being like, you don't want to spend time with me. You're not there for me no attention on me this is just being like if i'm here i'm going to be better for the both of us um but if we had to if i couldn't be there for you what other outlets do you have yeah yeah so i think for me i to be honest i feel i feel like even just as a kid from going up to now like i've just been really self-sufficient by myself like i feel like i am my own best friend Um, but how I do channel my thoughts is like by getting to know myself a bit more. I do journal a lot. I journal every day. I write, I, I spend a lot of time with myself. So in times that Sam can't be there for me, I have to be there for myself. It's not to say that I wouldn't talk about it with a friend necessarily. It's just for me, I find it more therapeutic to write and I'll go maybe um, an evening, a weekend, and I'll go back through everything that I've written. Mm-hmm. And it's mm. so, like, I like doing that because it's such a good way to become self-aware, to, like, learn about your emotions and, and, and to go back and to be like, oh, yeah, I did feel that. That's, that's what made me feel this. I can recognize that now. Well, sometimes, um, you know, I do this thing where before I write, um, I really love music. And every time before I write, I'll always be listening to music. So I'll always write the name of the track that I listen to on a particular day because it kind of sets me in the mood for what I want to feel, how I want to be. It creates this ambience for me. And Mm -hmm. I'll always, uh, when I revisit uh, like a previous entry or I revisit a time that I was feeling too strongly, I'll always go back and listen to what song I was listening to then. And it's funny, but it's really, like I enjoy that. I enjoy... Mm -hmm. I enjoy going back and feeling that because I'm allowing myself to feel that all over again. I'm allowing myself to be, I'm reading that and I'm being like, I get you. I understand 
why this was the way this was. Sometimes I'm like, that was really silly. Sometimes I was like, oh, I can see a lot of growth here. It's not to say as often like I, I analyze it a whole lot, but in moments where I feel like you can't, I have to try and find ways for me to be there for myself. And I, I put my, I put a lot of emphasis on the I and the me first. Um, I've always fundamentally believed that like in order to say I love you, I must be able to say the I very strongly. Um, mm. And it's a lot to do, it's a lot to do with me. Like, mm. as much as I'd like to think, it's not to say I don't, like, sometimes I'll be like, sometimes I'll have a conversation. It's not so much about you. It's so much about feelings. I'm like, love is hard. Mm. And I will call, I'll go, I've literally, I can tell you, I've called Anik and I'm like, you know, love, it's hard. Yeah. I just need to tell you that. It's hard shit. I'm like, people are like, oh, you know, this is the easiest part. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> If you think there's ever a part where it gets easy, I'm like, that's wrong. Mm. It's is it are you, is it easy because it's complacent? Is it easy because it's comfortable? Obviously, there are moments, but like, it's meant to make you feel yeah. just so many things and calmness and nothing. And even feeling calm is still feeling something. Um, and I go through feeling waves of how it is as opposed to a particular situation. If that makes sense, it's not so much a situation; it's like a reaction. It's a lot to do with how I feel. I always bring it back to this makes me feel this way because. And if I, over the years, I've been better at articulating that. Mm -hmm. It didn't start off that way. My entries from when I was 16 is very different. My entries from when I was 16 was like a poem. And I was like, right. I have to decipher this now. Right. <laughs> um, so I think for you, you're very like self-reliant. In, in those times of trying to... I think I just, I feel yourself. like I have to be there for myself. Like, I just have to. Mm. Like, it's something that, like, if I if I were to go calling someone up, I'd want to call my... I wish I could call myself. Yeah. I mean, I do. Yeah. Sometimes. But you yeah. get what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just yeah. like, I'm like, hey, how are you? And I'm just like, good, I think. Yeah. For, for me, it's... I'm a little bit of, like, I need to to switch off and just have my alone time to deal with it like if, if I can't talk to Zeebs about it, I'm like cool that's fine once again no feelings are hurt it's like there's a time and place for that and for any conversation if you have to vent to a friend you've got to make sure that they're they can take that on yes. as well right like you can't just assume that someone is okay to take on your shit absolutely um, so always check in before yeah I, I think emotional maturity with age is understanding that asking like consenting to are you okay to take my shit on because it is a lot for a lot of people and I think just even being like oh are you okay to talk right now do you like that yeah. in itself can do so much mm. um because then your friend could be like uh I'm, I'm really busy with this thing right now can we can we talk tomorrow they're not shutting you down yeah. it's no. just like you know time and place again um, or just sometimes being like, is it okay to cry with you on the phone? I don't necessarily want to talk. Yeah, I, just I just want you to hear you. me cry. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for listening. Like yeah. for me, um, if when I'm dealing with like stuff at home, it's really hard. And, and maybe Zeebs is going through something and I, I can't necessarily talk to her about it in that moment. I will maybe call up, I'll call up Anique or I'll call up like Duani or San or someone to just, just have a chat to them. Get get out what I'm feeling in that moment. Have a cry with them on the phone, and and then I'm okay. Yeah. So there, there's a couple of people in my life that I can can do that with, or I just rely on myself to just try and calm myself down. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm. I love to just get in the car, turn on the music up real loud, and just drive. Mm -hmm. And then I start asking myself questions and, and, and then... But it doesn't come immediately necessarily. Yeah. Like these things, like sometimes it won't hit me until one random evening on a blue, like, moon. It's been a month that's, that's since, like, event. Like something might happen and then literally two weeks later she's like, man, that was real sad. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, that thing that happened two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the heck? Yeah. yeah, like for me, like sometimes I don't compute instantly necessarily because... Like, my feelings can be very subdued. So if something happens, I'm just like, yeah, okay, cool. 
cool, 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 cool. Two weeks later. Two weeks later, I'm like, why am I still thinking about this a little bit? And then another week later, I'm like, should I journal? Mm. Yeah. And then Mm. a fine month later, I'm like, ah, the feeling, I pinpointed it. Did we answer that question? I don't know. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) I I don't know if you actually answered that question properly. Yeah. 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 Okay, no, that's great. So, I mean... We started this with how do you deal with reactions yeah. and rejections. We moved down to how we moved down to um, my bad people. <laughs> how did we cope with? Um, how did you cope? But I guess if you kept that, yeah. How did you heal, or how are you healing? <laughs> um, we didn't know. <laughs> we. It's still a process. We're still healing because I, I, for me, I don't think I've healed. There are all. there are certain things um, for me that I can say that I have closed the chapter on this, um, and there are certain things where I haven't. Um, for a long time, like when we had to reintroduce ourselves into each other's families again um, or they had to reintroduce themselves into our lives, I went I went through a process where I was really angry. Mm. I was angry because you choose, it's unfair, I felt that it's unfair that you choose when you don't want me and one fine day when you do want me, I'm meant to be grateful for it. And I'm meant to be like, yeah, it's all okay. This is a blessing that you're back in my life. And I just felt like that was so incredibly unfair. Mm. And I was angry because I'm like, I'm not a toy. My emotions don't just switch on and off. And I can't just feel this one thing. Like, why do you get to choose this? Why do you have all the power to choose when to leave, when to come back? And I'm meant to be just okay with it. And at the same time, when that happens, you have to take what you get, right? Like, you want to have a relationship with your family, but the, and they still have this sort of like thing this is of not like for come everyone. Like, I don't yeah, think you have to take what you get. It's like we chose to take what. Yeah, we well, got. You, you choose to take it anyway. It's, it's, it's right? totally cool if you choose to be like, nah. Yeah, that's fine. Shut the sometimes door on that toxicity. That, and it's done people, and it's fine. That's healthy for them to to not do that. Hundred percent, and that's okay. That's yeah, that's totally okay too. Cool. Like yeah, you know, like people are always like, I don't want to give an impression of like blood is thicker than water so you must deal with anything and everything yeah. thrown at you that is not what i want to you shouldn't like you, you shouldn't, shouldn't have to like tolerate you... bad behavior from your yeah. family if they're treating you poorly um, just because they're your family it doesn't mean you have doesn't to give them to a them. right to and it um, doesn't mean you owe them anything yeah. either which way i just feel like fundamentally as human respect is earned so is trust so mm. is honesty um and if you don't have those things fundamentally like you're not going to have the kind of relationship you perhaps want to cultivate and Um, and in our instance we could see that there was something that we could build on um however small that was we could try and start something like yes when we started with Ziva's family again when I like reintroduced myself to your family you still had a lot of anger because it felt like we didn't deal with anything. It but was how just do you like, think you dealt with, like, the, I suppose the coming out experience, the expectation of you felt like your family should have been there in a certain manner and they weren't? Hmm. Or you thought families were meant to do this and, and they didn't. How did you deal with that? Well, like, how did I heal from that? How did you heal from that? Sorry. I, yeah. think I, I think I haven't healed from that because I've had to put that, those feelings aside to be there well like I've had to put them aside to just be there for my mom right like we don't current situation yeah given the current situation I but she wasn't always like this she wasn't always like that but then the relationship was very back and forth right like yeah we over those years of moving out to to when she fell sick it was very like volatile. volatile like we would talk we would not talk we would talk we would not talk and so there's no healing from that you can't heal when it's so like it's like ripping the band-aid off, stabbing the wound, putting it back on, taking it off, doing the same thing again. So you couldn't heal. You just had to move past it. Those wounds are still there. Of like my idea of family is still in pieces, but the pieces that I have and I can put together slowly, I just have to do anyways because mm. I want to be there. Mm. 
Um, and you choose to do that. And I choose to do that. No one's making me. I'm, I'm wanting to be there. Um, I'm choosing to, to make that decision. And maybe that means I won't have those conversations with my mom because she also has to be ready for that too, right? Like her idea of family might have been shattered when when I came out, you know, and it I, was. And I well, yeah, sorry, it was, <laughs> and and I left, right? So her idea of family would have been shattered. Sorry, and my dad and my and my brother, maybe you know, things changed. We don't talk about it because there's a bigger cause right now, which is my mom's health, and to just be there and, and let her enjoy her time um, together. Will I maybe heal from that later? I think I won't know. Yeah. Maybe once, if I have my own family one day, maybe what I couldn't get from my family there, I can give to my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. that feeling of family, and and no matter what, maybe I can instill that, and and that goes forward. Maybe that would be one way for me to heal. I don't know, but at this point in time, I don't. I also think it's really know. hard to truly implement unconditional love for family like you know in, in like even though they love us but it's like still that has boundaries for them and and that's fine like we've mm. I think for me healing looked a lot like letting go healing looked yeah. a lot like letting go for my peace I'm like yeah they did that yeah they're in my life now I can choose to close the door and be like no, you don't deserve to be here and leave. But I'm like, I feel like I'm better than that. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like I have nothing, I have nothing to lose. And I, I have nothing to gain either in, in saying that. Like there, there's just this whole state of like nothingness. I'm like, if it comes, cool. If it doesn't come, also cool. Me perhaps holding on to things. I, I mean, mind you, I have spoken about this with my mum not my dad because he's just not a confrontational kind of person ever. Um, and, you know, we're so similar. We've held on to similar things from different perspectives, obviously. She's held on to her reasons because I've heard her in some way unknowingly, yeah. not by me living my life and coming out, but the lying, say, for example. And she hurt me by, like, also lying, mm -hmm. but in a different manner. Mm. Um I've just sort of made peace with it by understanding that that was then I had to do what was right for me. I will never regret that. Mm. I will, I can, mm. I can go to like bed easily saying I have no regrets about why we did what we did, why yeah. I did what I did, how I lived my life. Um, and that's enough for me to be like how they did, how they reacted. That's okay. In a, in a whole lot of this, there's been a lot of coming to terms with expectations just overall of them, like what they have of me, of what I have of them, of that entire experience. And I was like, this is not like the only person that I feel like I can get hurt from is if I choose to let it hurt me and I don't want to choose to let it hurt me anymore. And so when I say I've healed, what I've done is I've just put that to bed. I've grieved for it. Mm. I've cried mm. for it. Um, I've perhaps understood that I might not get it in that manner and then I've just put it the fuck to bed I think you're absolutely right like healing part of healing is just letting it go like I think healing is ultimately ultimate, yeah, go, ultimately, but it, but it doesn't need to look like that from the get go like you know, healing can be just healing crying could be, yeah healing could be crying healing could be confronting that situation talking it out and then letting it go or healing could be never talking about it and just realizing that that was then and this is now and we just have to move on there's no one so right way there's no there's does no that mean well do you think you need closure to heal i think in a lot of situations some people can never get closure yes and what happens in that what, what do they do what what happens in those situations how do you heal and what are did we ever get that? closure no no and i don't and enough. i don't think we will ever get closure mm -hmm. Let it go, yeah. let it go. Yeah, like <laughs> we, we've let go of the idea that we will get closure on certain situations. But also I feel like 
like just in my life, I haven't had closure for a lot of things, irrespective of this. Um, you know, why certain people choose to come and go, why certain relationships as friendships didn't work out, why... Um, Some questions will just be unanswered. And I think you... People can almost feel you can, entitled to an answer. No, but I People think feel entitled it's, to closure. it's fine to seek it. It but is fine I think to seek understand it. that if you can't have it, it's not the end of your world. Mm. It doesn't mean that you have to let it make you a bitter person. I also don't think that, like for me, I don't like or believe in holding a grudge against it. Because I didn't get closure, I'm going to be this way when it comes to this manner. I can't do that. Mm. Um, and I feel like I'm not living my best life. I'm not utilizing my potential. My energy is wasted in doing that. Um, if you get stuck on wanting to try and get closure or trying to answer a question or trying to figure something out, you're missing out on the present. Mm. So I think much. it depends on how much. I think that, like, it's fine for some people to go and seek and it do is that fine, if that's what they want to do. But at what point is it healthy and unhealthy? Yeah. yeah. You can, you can be going down that path for a very long time and i think it's a yeah i think it's a choice yeah i'm like if you can go to bed knowing that it makes you happy mm. to go and find and seek and try and find that closure every day you do that you 100 do that but for me there came a point in time where our conversations were really repetitive mind you we're dealing yeah. with limited knowledge Unless someone is going to seek to broaden their mind, yes, it's not going to happen. Yes, and you can't control that. I exactly. can't control that. You can bring the horse to the water. You can't make it drink the water sort of situation. And I just had to understand and adapt that into my life. I was like, this is going to be a very repetitive thing. I can choose to keep trying and trying and trying and trying, but at what point in time am I like, there's only so much I can do. Mm. There's only so much I can ask. And to be honest, sometimes like if it came for like closure – for like our coming out experience between me and my parents, they perhaps don't know why they reacted the way they reacted so drastically. Mm. Because they probably haven't even asked themselves that. How can I hold it against someone who's unaware? Yeah. I can't at the end of the day. I like for me, I don't know if this makes sense or not, but like sometimes closure feels like us just living our life. You know, mm, like mm. Yes, I won't get closure about, you know, how our parents felt and, and how we dealt with things. But us continuing our life and, and living together and loving each other and, and being our best self, like, just makes up for everything that's happened. Like, yeah. you know, like... More than that. More, more than that. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I wake up in the morning and I see her and I'm like, yeah. Fuck yeah, like, you know, like, this is my life. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so happy. Whatever hardships, whatever crazy shit we've had to do is all worth it because I get to be with I, her. I don't think it's a question of it's not worth it. No, it's, it's not worth like it. It's that, just like... that, and that end factor of, like, you know, this this did leave certain voids. This it did. did leave certain scars. And but it gave like... me something so great yeah and i think that's like i love that's you man like shift. what the heck <laughs> <laughs> oh look at Neville being all too. cute and smiling love you oh, too you now. guys are cute oh I know, yeah <laughs> yeah um, but what i'm trying to say is sometimes you won't get closure but you can do other things to make yourself feel better from and 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 help yourself move you on. won't get closure but you can close the door you can close the door and open many more doors. Mm. Yeah. Um, and if you do get closure, fuck, that's great. Like, Let us know how I'm that is. Happy, <laughs> like, tell me what that looks like. Yeah. I obviously haven't seen it, but I hope that in an ideal world that people do get yeah. it. It's a great thing to have, mm. yeah. um, to put that to peace. It's just, like, more often than not, in our reality, mm. it hasn't really been the case. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. Awesome. That was That was great. Yeah. yeah. That's a wrap. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm talking about closing the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, let's close this shit. All right, thanks yeah. again for listening if you made it this far. Thank yeah. you. If you have any more questions, we won't do another one after. Yeah. <laughs> but um, let us know what else you'd like to talk us to talk about. 
For um, sure. Thank you, Zeeb, for coming on this podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everyone, for giving your time to this. And thank you, Neb. Yeah. For pleasure. pleasure. It's such no, a great. great. No, I really enjoyed it. Post interviewer. It mean, mean, nearly made me cry like, a couple of times. Oh. Straight up. No. My, 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 like, one point, my the eyes were like full. I was like, it's, it's, it's gonna, I'm about to fall. <laughs> But it's okay. You crap. You yeah, crap. I'm going you to, crap. but it just didn't happen. Oh, okay. okay. You nearly had me. If you kept going for Damn 20 it, more seconds, you should have, like, really pushed it in. I need to really in. be, like, looking in your eyes. Yeah. No, I could see it, because I was, like, looking at you, and yeah. I could see it in you. I was, like, wow. I saw it. I, saw and I know you could see it in me, too. Yeah, I think like, we were yeah. looking at each other, and we were, like, oh, shit, this happened. This happened. This Because it's emotional stuff. This is... Yeah. Not oh, yeah. a very light and easy journey that we no. yeah. had to go on. And yeah. um, thank yeah. you to everyone that's been on this yeah. ride. Yeah. Many, many, many thanks. Many thanks. Yeah. Hope you guys got something out of this. Thank yeah. you, Sam. Thank you, Zeebs. And uh, thank you, Brown Bandit family. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piss. Sam's going to okay. get some dry meat. Okay. Dry meat. Dry meat. Dry meat.